What's good, everybody? Welcome into our golf-only episode of The Early Edge. We do it every single Tuesday. Subscribe at our YouTube channel. Turn on those notifications so you know the exact second that it drops into your feed. Now, congratulations go out, goes out to Patrick Cantlay in one of the more unique wins you're ever going to see on the PGA Tour as John Rahm bounced because of COVID, and that opened it up for Colin Morikawa and Patrick Cantlay to go to a playoff. So congratulations winning at the Memorial for the second time in three years. But we've got to spin it forward one week left until the year's third major, and that is the U.S. Open in Torrey Pines. And this week is a one-off. Let's bring in the star of the show. You know him, Rick Grungood. Rick G from the first cut. And Rick, this week, it's a one-off because the RBC Canadian Open was canceled because of COVID issues. It will be back in 2022. But we're going to the Palmetto Championship. A new course, Congaree. A lot of really wealthy men and women belong here. But we've never seen a PGA Tour event here. What do you make of this one stop this year? Yeah, if you think golf handicapping is hard on a regular basis, let's throw it on a course we've never seen before. And a course coach that in the in terms of golf courses is very young. It was only built four years ago, and it was designed to mimic some of these courses in the Australian sand belt. So start thinking Royal Melbourne. Start thinking about what we saw at the President's Cup in 2019. That's the type of linksy style golf course that we are going to expect. There is only one length of grass out there coach it coach it's fairway if you're outside of the fairway you're in sand and there's kind of these large undulations around the greens and on the greens. so i think you're gonna have to be pretty stout uh with the short game and of course if all of that wasn't enough coach it's playing 7655 yards on the scorecard the longest par 71 on the pga tour schedule there are three par fours <laughs> in the front nine, Rick, that are over 500 yards. There's two on the back nine that are between 465 and 500. And get this, all the par fives, all four or all three of them are over 580 yards. This is going to be a big boys golf course. If it's hard and firm, it won't play as big, but it's still a big ballpark. So let's jump into your board for the week. Here's what we do. We do two head-to-heads, two props, and then we sprinkle a little bit on a couple of winners uh, that Rick likes. Give me your two head to heads. The floor is yours, sir. All right, let's start with Patton Kazire plus money plus 110 over Harris English. English is a pretty sizable favorite in this one, minus 137, but Kazire's the guy who has the ability to get hot. His ability to hit his irons, hit his wedges tight, and get that putter rolling, which is something he has done for essentially 10 or 12 straight events. He's figured out the flat stick. He has two third-place finishes in his last three starts, and I like getting the plus money from a guy who's streaking right now against Harris English, who, since his victory in January, has scuffled quite a bit. And then I'm going with uh, the two big boys, the two big names in the field. I'm taking Brooks Kepka minus 105 over Dustin Johnson and coach DJ. Uh, we know his standards are very, very high, but he does not have a top 10 finish since February. It was like 10 events ago. I mean, it's one of the longest stretches that he has gone without, without cashing a top 10, uh, essentially in two years, we're just seeing kind of a, a weird version of DJ where he's unable to put everything together. Brooks Kepka fresh off of his runner up finish at the PGA championship. You can see he's starting to get healthy. He's starting to get right. We're heading into major season. This feels like a good spot to roll out Brooksy. Yeah. Sometimes it's, a, it's as much about who you're fading as it is who you're, you're playing. And I think this is a perfect example of that. DJ just hasn't been playing well, uh, but the number is right in that sweet spot. So I love, I love both those plays actually. 
Uh, I, I had them circled on my own board for the week. All right, give me a couple of props, a couple of a top 10s, a top 20, whatever you like uh, at William Hill that you said, you know what? That number gives me value. What do you have? Yeah, how about one of each? We'll start with the top 10, Lucas Glover. And the big thing to know about Lucas Glover, his outright number, 42-1 at William Hill, that is generous. Uh, You're not seeing that potentially in other places, and it's affecting the top five, the top 10, the top 20 line. So I wouldn't even be against firing a little outright on Lucas Glover, but at top 10, I can get 4-1 to on my money. He is one of the few golfers in this field who has actually played this course before. He's got some great quotes about it. He's more familiar with Congaree than most every single one of his peers. And he's starting to figure out the flat stick. He's gained strokes putting in six of his last eight starts. If you go back to the eight previous to that, he lost strokes with the flat stick in every single one. So if he can figure out that part of his game, he is going to make plenty of noise. And then John Pock making his very first professional start this week. I have him to finish inside the top 20 at plus 650. And you know this, Coach. The line has been blurred, whether it is between the Corn Ferry Tour and the PGA Tour, whether it is from uh, the, the college game to the pros. That line has never been more blurred. These guys are, are coming out ready to play. And John Pock was the number one college player last season in the PGA Tour's university. University scoring. He won eight times at Florida State in his career. He was the low am at the 2020 U.S. Open. This kid can play, and they're always ready to rock and roll when they come out onto the PGA Tour. Yeah, no doubt about that. And there's also a couple of other college uh, collegiate stars that will also be playing in this event. So it's, it's kind of a perfect scenario where you got DJ and Brooks to hold up the tournament, but then you can bring in some new young cats uh, and see what they have on the big stage. That isn't quite the biggest stage because a lot of the top players are holding out for the U.S. Open next week. All right, let's target a couple of guys that you think uh, could go to Congaree this week and walk out Sunday night with the trophy and head for the U.S. Open all fired up with their game intact. So I don't normally like betting someone this short, but Brooks kept at eight and a half to one, I think is the bet that you want to, if you want a live bet on a Sunday, if you want a guy who has a chance to win this golf tournament, this is probably the best way to go. I mentioned the fact that he's coming in off of that runner up finish at the PGA championship. He is long off the tee. When he gets going, he hits his irons very well. If he can get the putter rolling in the right direction. I mean, he doesn't even really need to have his a plus game to win around Congaree. When you look at the rest of this field. So that's probably the bet that is most likely to be live on Sunday. And then I'm going a little bit deeper down the board, 22 to one Sung J M who has missed two cuts in a row. He's playing a little bit of whack-a-mole right now. And what I mean by that, he's trying to figure everything out, but there's a couple of good things for Sung J. He's an excellent short game player, which I think uh, the length of Congaree and the way that it is designed kind of a link style, you're going to have to lean on that. If you think about the comps for this course, Royal Melbourne, the president's cup, Sung J was awesome there. That course was designed by Alistair McKenzie, a more familiar Alistair McKenzie design that you might know. It's called Augusta National. Sung J.M. is finished runner up there. So I think that this is a really good number on a guy who has won on the PGA Tour, which I think is going to be critical for this week. Go out and find a winner. And at 22 to 1, I think Sung J.M. could be that guy. I love that explanation. I also was kind of leaning towards, because you bring up these other courses around the world, uh, European players that play them more than uh, the players from the United States. So kind of sprinkling some of those plays in, uh, especially if you're doing a lot of fantasy this week at uh, DraftKings. All right. 
Grab your paper, grab your pencil. It's that time. Here's the recap, courtesy Rick G. In our head-to-head matchups, we're going to go Pat and Kazire plus money, plus 110 over Harris English. Then we'll take Brooks Kepka only minus 105 over DJ. Then in our props, we're going to go Lucas Glover, top 10, plus 400. John Pock, top 20, making his professional debut. You get that number at plus 650. And then our two win bets, Brooks Kepka only plus 850, but a ton of value because of the weakness of field. And then Sanjay M uh, to win plus 2200 as well don't forget the first cut pod mega preview in your feed today uh on tuesday 5 30 eastern it'll be in your feed after that turn on those notifications uh and then of course follow us all on social media because we're changing stuff throwing stuff out all during the week but make sure you watch this show podcast whatever you want to call it and tell your friends before we get to thursday morning i don't want any tweets coach i missed the play no turn on your notifications because you got your marching orders Let's take five of these six tickets straight to the pay window. For Rick G, I'm the coach and our entire team at the Early Edge and our executive producer, the jeweler who puts it all together. Remember, every single week for all your golf betting needs right here on the Early Edge. Good luck. Good luck.